Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. We got new tag team champions that were crowned in Salt Lake City, Utah in AEW Collision this past Saturday, the same day that Fastlane went down. And I had to go back and watch it. And I wanted to do a review about this because not a lot of people were watching AEW Collision, I'm sure. So I'm going to sacrifice myself. Well, I did. And I watched AEW Collision. So you don't have to. So for those of you that didn't watch it, no worries. You'll find out everything that happened on this episode episode of snug wrestling podcast episode number 69 with me i'm your host my name is edgar i'm gonna call this the ass eating episode of collision because there was a lot of comments being made about ass eating and posterior is on the menu and even tony storm got a mouth full of ass cheeks on this episode of collision during her match versus kiera hogan and i'm not kidding when i say when i'm saying all these things people this all really happened on this episode of collision a very dark episode of collision and dark because the lights in the arena were out i felt like i was watching a episode of new japan where you couldn't really see anyone in the crowd that's because there was no one in there pretty much the tickets that were sold for this collision was 2449 in a 4167 arena setup so we are going to be going over aw collision and i'm also going to do a quick preview of the monday night raw after fast lane that's going to be happening today later on remember hit me up at snug wrestling on all my social media accounts but first things first for monday night raw we have three matches that have been advertised which are becky lynch versus tegan knox for the nxt women's title tegan knox earned a shot at becky lynch's nxt championship by beating natalia this match was supposed to go down last week but because becky Becky Lynch was not medically cleared after defending her championship at No Mercy versus Tiffany Stratton. This match is going to be taking place tonight, and I think it's safe to say we all know how this is going to go down. Becky Lynch is going to be the winner coming out of this one, I'm sure of it, mostly because of everything that's happening in NXT, with NXT stacking up all of their main talent, well, most of their main talent, including Cody Rhodes, John Cena, to name some on their show. As of late, I do not think the belt will be coming off of Becky Lynch anytime soon. Nia Jax versus Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez is having her return match, and she has the opportunity to get some revenge on Nia Jax after Nia Jax took out not only Raquel Rodriguez, but also Rhea Ripley, and taking them off TV for a couple weeks. We're going to be seeing that match as well. And Kofi Kingston versus Ivar in a Viking Rules match, which is just another fantasy 
Jesse Ward for no disqualification match. Ivar has been having a lot of singles matches as of late and has been having matches versus the New Day. Xavier Woods defeated Ivar last week, but because of the afterbirth where Ivar took out both of the New Day members and hit a and hit a big gigantic moonsault on both Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, we're going to be seeing this grudge match going down today on Monday Night Raw as well. We also got the new tag team champions that I'm assuming we have to see them as well and see what's going to go down with them on Monday Night Raw, but also what's going to happen with the Judgment Day and JD Madonna. JD Madonna is in deep shit right now. He's in big trouble with the Judgment Day. They sent out a tweet. JD Madonna sent out a tweet to Damian Priest, which Rhea Ripley responded and said, stop, because JD Madonna said, hey man, answer your phone, trying to get a hold of Damian Priest. So the Judgment Day, they're going to blame JD Madonna for losing their championships at Fastlane versus Cody and Jay Uso. So that should also be really interesting. So far, that is all we can expect from this Monday Night Raw. I'm definitely going to be tuning in just to see what happens with all of that. And that's the Monday Night Raw preview that we have for today. Let's get into AW Collision. Saturday, October 7th in Salt Lake City, Utah. The opening match for the World Tag Team Belts, FTR versus Ricky and Big Bill. Ricky jumpstarts the match in the ring and tries to get the advantage over FTR, and he does. Ricky Starks first takes out Cash and then goes after Dax and gets some heat on Dax. Dax tries to go for the tag, but Cash has been taken out of commission and is unable to get the tag from his partner. Big Bill, he gets tagged in, and FTR are both taken out early in the match so this match started off hot it started off hard hitting and it was a really exciting start to this collision episode big bill slams cash through the announce table taking out one half of the ftr and leaving dax in a two-on-one situation versus ricky starks and big bill big bill choke slammed dax once and was gonna go for the pin but ricky Starks stops him and tells big bill to choke slam dax once again big bill ended up choke slamming Dax Hardwood three times and then Ricky Starks goes in the ring hits the final spear on Dax and gets the pin and we got new tag team champions in a very dominant win by Ricky Starks and Big Bill new tag team champions on this episode of Collision we were supposed to be getting FTR and the Young Bucks number four but it looks like that's not going to be happening the Young Bucks they won their number one contenders match in that four-way tag team match at wrestle dream so we will not be getting ftr versus a young bucks number four as we all expected it looks like we're going to be getting ricky starks and big bill versus the young bucks and if it was anybody else that had to be the ones to take the belts away from ftr the fact that is ricky starks and big bill i'm not even mad at that i can't hate on that the way that ftr put ricky starks and big bill over in this match helped establish ricky starks and Big Bill as a much larger force in the tag team division as a heel tag team. Ricky Starks and Big Bill got a very, very dominant win over FTR, the best tag team in the world. Now, Ricky Starks and Big Bill are both carrying gold, and we are looking at the future of the tag team division. The next match was Danielson versus Kyle Fletcher. Kyle Fletcher is way over his head with this one. This guy, Kyle Fletcher, looks like a complete 
complete rookie compared to Danielson. Danielson has been wrestling for 24 years and Kyle Fletcher is 24 years old. Yes, Kyle Fletcher is much taller and he's overpowering Danielson during this match. But even then, Kyle Fletcher still is way green, super duper green compared to Danielson. And he looks like a little kid still. Seeing someone this young and this physically unimpressive, taking the fight to someone like Danielson is so off-putting to me. And this kid was embarrassing Danielson. Danielson barely beat the much younger Kyle Fletcher. And there's an afterbirth because the Kings of Agony, they attack Danielson because Danielson and Strickland are going to be having a match on Dynamite tomorrow night. The Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, they come out for the save. Claudio and Yuta run off the gates of agony. And Danielson, bless his heart, he made this kid Kyle Fletcher look really good in this match. Had a really competitive match with Kyle Fletcher and made Kyle Fletcher look really fucking strong. Up next, we had an interview with the new tag team champions, Big Bill and Ricky Starks. And they're stating that they beat the best tag team in the world. They're the stars of AEW. They're the stars of Collision. And FTR, they're not going to get a rematch. They didn't really explain why not. Because usually when a champion loses their belts, tag team titles, singles titles, or any title, the former champion is usually first up for the new champions. However, FTR, according to Ricky Starks, is not getting a rematch here. It's also important to mention that FTR sent out a really interesting tweet after their match saying this was a nice run top guys out people were kind of left confused after seeing that message because FTR they still have a really long time in their AEW contracts back in July it was reported that FTR signed a new multi-year contract with AEW for up to four years so FTR is still in AEW so they still have a lot of time left in their contracts so does this mean that they're going to be off of TV for a little bit. Maybe they got to go home and uh, recover and maybe just take a break. But this isn't the last of FTR that we're going to be seeing in AEW. I'm sure of it. The Bullet Club Gold versus Angelico, Gravity, and Metallic. Jay White, he's coming out and he's carrying MJF's Triple B Championship belt. That Jay White stole from MJF after attacking MJF from behind with help from his faction members, the Bullet Club Gold. Last week on AEW Dynamite, Gravity, he is trying to do this funny slow-mo gimmick where he's at... I guess moving in slow motion. Angelico, he comes out and he's dancing. And this is a trio of job guys that we hardly ever see on AEW TV. I believe most of these guys are in Ring of Honor, but they're out here and they're trying to act funny, these three guys are. The Bullet Club, they ended up winning, obviously. And Jay White, he cuts a promo on MJF after the match while holding MJF's championship title. Jay White says, where are you? I am here. Are you at home? Are you in Adam's house? And Jay White also challenged Hangman. This is a non-title match according to Jay White because since MJF is not always there, but he is, Jay White feels like he should be the one making out challenges to people and defending the championship since MJF doesn't really seem to be doing that a whole lot. So Jay White challenged Hangman for what's that type of match? Whatever they call it, the Eliminator match and says, don't worry. Max, I got it from here. Just sit back and relax. A couple things here that don't really make sense. Out of all the people
people why Hangman Adam Page? Why did Jay White challenge Hangman Adam Page? That, I don't really know. Maybe someone can help me out with that. The other thing, the Eliminator match, it's basically a number one contenders match. So Jay White, by making this challenge, is saying, if Hangman Adam Page beats me, Jay White, then you get a title shot? What the hell is going on here? The Iron Savages versus The Acclaimed. This is another tag team we hardly ever see, and they cut a promo on The Acclaimed, and they tell The Acclaimed that they're gonna flex, fight, and eat that ass? Yes. They actually said that on national TV, not just once, but multiple times. The eating of ass was mentioned throughout this show. The acclaim come out and they're also scissoring each other and saying, scissor me daddy ass. Ian Riccoboni and Nigel McGuinness were also talking about the Ricky Bone Zone. And they also kept mentioning the eating of the rear ends. And I'm like, what the hell? But yes, so this match got really weird. This was a six man tag match, the acclaim. They have been champions for 41 days as of now. Well, 43 days from today. And there was a lot of hip thrusting here. No hip tosses, just hip thrusts and gyrating. The acclaim, they ended up winning in a very disturbing as fuck match. We got to see Keith Lee in this AEW collision, but not in person. This was a pre-recorded video package with his former partner from Ring of Honor, Shane Taylor. A lot of Ring of Honor people on on this episode of Collision. We might as well just call this show ROH Collision, not AEW Collision. I mean, just count them. Angelico. Metallic, Gravity, Shane Taylor, The Iron Savages, The Streets of Agony. Right there, that's already like seven or eight guys from Ring of Honor on this AEW Collision show. And it looks like we're going to be having a feud with Shane Taylor and Keith Lee on Collision. And how fans like to say it nowadays, more men slapping of the meat or something along those lines. Tony Storm versus Kiera Hogan. Like Shane Taylor and like some of the other people that I've mentioned before kiera hogan is another ring of honor star kiera hogan she's a great athlete but i see no charisma no character i've never seen her cut a promo does she even have a personality we do not know and during this match tony storm is also partaking in the eating of the asses here that's apparently been happening a lot in aw collision because tony storm started biting kiera hogan on her butt cheeks tony storm and ended up winning this match as she should because Tony Storm is really taking off with this new character of hers and another Ring of Honor talent Commander versus Eddie Kingston for the Ring of Honor championship Commander somehow earned a Ring of Honor title shot Commander usually wrestles in Ring of Honor so I'm not sure how he earned this title shot maybe Commander has been killing it in Ring of Honor and winning a lot of matches I don't know because I don't really watch Ring of Honor and I don't know how many people actually do and eddie kingston ended up winning this match i wasn't expecting commander to win every time commander is about to do one of his running high spots he has the same gymnastic stance that all the olympians have when they're about to run and do some flips the same exact one so every time commander is about to do something it reminds me of gymnastics and i'm not just saying that because oh he does flips and oh does all these stunts in wrestling no is because just look at his stance he has the stance of someone who does gymnastics literally and poor jr 
they had him out there commentating this match and poor collision collision is officially the new rampage after seeing this show a lot of unimportant matches that no one really cares about except of course the tag team championships at the opening of the show collision is a two-hour show instead of a one-hour show like rampage is but it's pretty much the same feeling now now that punk is gone so is that saturday night good wrestling show feeling the people are also gone in the arena and also in the viewership unfortunately to close up the show adam copeland he had a in-ring promo and he states that the whole idea of copeland going to AEW was to team up with his best friend for 40 years christian and we all know how that went in AEW, where christian told adam copeland to fuck off copeland just wants to know why he just wants answers and wants to know why Christian is being such a dick. So Copeland calls out Christian, but there's no Christian. Instead, we get a pre-recorded video package. And I think Christian doesn't even want to show up to Collision either at this point. And he tells Copeland that he's going to give him answers on Tuesday. And that was pretty much everything that happened because right after that, my DVR froze. And I'm not exactly sure if anything happened after that. If it did, I'm sure we will hear about it later on or we will find out about it on tuesday but that was aew collision i'm really curious to hear about what the ratings were for this show because it happened the same day as Fastlane. the attendance didn't look very good either and the show quality was eh. doesn't really seem like i missed a whole lot and man aew collision is gonna need a lot more than just adam copeland and a random match with danielson to really move up in the ratings and spice up this saturday evening show because it is not looking too good it's been a few weeks since collision has been going downhill actually it's been ever since CM Punk left unfortunately but that was AEW collision let me know your thoughts let me know what you guys think hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we will talk soon